Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Ladies, what is going on? I hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today we're talking about alcohol, okay? Because alcohol is one of those things that it gets really like personal, I find, where it's one of those things where everybody has a different opinion as to like, is it good? Is it bad? Is it whatever? And it's also something that's not really talked about. And so today what we're going to do is kind of unravel some of the stuff that I think nobody wants to say in order to make sure that you guys can see the best results possible. Okay. So starting off guys, when it comes to alcohol at the end of the night, like I'm going to go through a few different scenarios with you, but overall, I'm just going to tell you like just point blank. Yeah, it's not great. And I think we all know this. The biggest thing is, is that like with alcohol guys, it doesn't digest the same way as it does in other parts of your body. Okay. So basically like guys, when it comes down to alcohol, when it comes down to basically just like, you know, what is it actually doing in your body? Is it actually doing the things that like, is it helping you? Is it harming you? Does it matter? Does it not? And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today and like what we can do in order to see progress while still consuming a few drinks. Okay. So a common misconception about alcohol is that obviously like you can put it into your macros or you can fit it into your calories and you can still see fat loss progress. Yes. Like obviously at the end of the day, for example, like if you have a thousand calories and 500 are from alcohol not going to be the end of the world in terms of fat loss. You're still going to see progress because you're still under eating. However, just because that's a case, does that mean it is something that we should do? No. And here's why. So when you consume alcohol, alcohol doesn't digest the same way as other macronutrients. So protein, carbs, fats, foods, okay? You are honestly better off having like a cheeseburger than having like a whole bunch of drinks. And the reason being is that your body can actually digest like a cheeseburger, can digest food pretty easily. And it's going to use the nutrients. It's going to do all the the fun stuff that your body does in order to see progress, okay? With alcohol, what actually happens is it screws up your protein synthesis. It screws up your mTOR pathways, which is basically the process that builds muscle. But it also is just really, really not amazing for you. It's something that basically like a lot of drugs and stuff, guys, can't get through different cell membranes. Alcohol can get through anything. It can get into your blood-brain barrier and get through like literally every single pathway into your body. So the problem is, is that it basically just oversaturates everything. And the issue with this is that when you start drinking consistently, you're going to notice that you don't look the same as other people look who don't drink. Okay. One, your skin obviously isn't going to look the same. Your digestive health is going to go to shit. You're going to notice that there's a lot of like energy levels that are all over the place, but you're also going to notice that your stress levels are elevated for a few days. And so having one drink at the end of the night, if it's every so often, isn't a big deal. If you're having it every day, especially after you turn 35, 40, you can't really do that anymore if you really want to see fat loss progress. Like you can, guys, you might see progress. But to be honest with you, like nine out of 10 times, as soon as we reduce someone's alcohol consumption, they see better progress. Okay. Again, not pulling up some scientific study, some research article, because again, Like calories in, calories out is going to be the biggest thing for you. That's going to be the number one. 
but is there a direct correlation in my personal opinion and like in terms of physical appearance between somebody who drinks consistently and someone who doesn't at the same calories doing like the same workload, the same exercise load, all that kind of stuff without a doubt. So the thing is, is like, it's really up to you. And also a lot of you ladies are super stressed. So you're basically drinking because you're stressed. But then the thing is, is that after you drink the next like three to four days, potentially even more, if you're actually older, like if you're like 35, 40, 45, 50, like after you turn like 30, 35 guys, it takes longer for your body to digest alcohol. So that bender or that four, five, seven, eight, ten 10 drinks that you're having on one day is going to affect you potentially for the next week to the next 10 days. As of like where before, maybe you were like 18 years old, it might've affected you for like, you know, four hours and then you have a nap, you know, you go out and rally again. And so the thing is, is like, even though you don't feel like you're intoxicated or you don't feel like you're under the influence, it is still in your body processing for the next like week. And because of that, you're also not going to be able to absorb or process different micronutrients the same way that you normally do, right? Your protein, carbs, fats aren't going to get digested the same way. It's also terrible for your gut health. You're already bloated all the time. You're stressed all the time. Your digestion's all over the place. Some of you guys only poop once a day for the last like 10 years. And then on top of it, you're also now adding alcohol into the mix. And it's like, that's not going to help anything. And you're going to notice that. So it's kind of like a toxic loop where you get stressed out. So you have a drink, right? Then because you drank your body's cortisol levels and like everything is elevated. So your ability to handle stress now for the next two to three days is now lowered, right? And then, so because it's lowered, you then want to drink again because you can't handle the stress as well. And then because you drank, you're now, you know what I mean? It just keeps going. And so the thing is, is like, once you guys stop drinking, you're going to notice it's pretty crazy. But so I haven't had a drink in probably four to six weeks. Okay. Haven't had a single drink and my stress levels, my workouts, my energy levels, my sleep is way better. And now some of you ladies are going to be like, well, when I have a drink, I get a better sleep. It's pseudo sleep guys. It doesn't actually count. So you're going to notice that like after, you know, when you like go out, you have a lot of drinks. And then you wake up the next day and you feel like you got a good sleep, but you're still tired. It's because of the alcohol, your body's still processing it. And so the thing is, is like, kind of like if you took a gallon of bleach and you downed it, right? You downed a gallon of bleach, your body would try and get rid of it really fast. That's what alcohol is doing too. It comes out through your skin and your digestive system, right? You also breathe it out. It breaks down that way. You might puke it out, breaks, it comes out that way. Right. And so like when you're really looking at like weight loss and you're looking at fat loss, the biggest thing is, is like, if you're relying on alcohol right now, not even fat loss wise, just health wise, you need to go manage your stress better. Like if you're relying on a drink at the end of the day, I used to do the same thing. And it's telling me that you don't know how to manage your stress or your stress is like overwhelming you. You don't know how to like handle it. And so you're looking to escape just like drugs. Alcohol is a numbing agent, guys. You are numbing out. It's like people who scroll on their phone all day. They're numbing out of something. It's they're trying to escape something. There's a certain state that they're trying to escape. And yes, it gives you that freedom. It gives you like, you know, it lowers your inhibitions for a few hours, things like that. But at the end of the day, you still have to come back. And so the thing is, is like kind of like how you take, say like a fat burner. A fat burner is great if you're, you know, working out consistently, eating properly. You've been training for multiple years. You're like at a pretty lean level of body fat, but you're just trying to get that other little whatever. It's not going to be the make or break if your nutrition and your fitness is all over And that's the same kind of thing with alcohol and stress. You can have a drink to feel better. Congrats. You feel better for two hours. I would rather feel better for 10. So it's like, what are you doing during the day? And like, why is your life so chaotic and all over the place? 
that like you have to have a drink in order to feel good, right? It's like, that's the question you should be asking yourself. So instead of trying to mask the symptom, which the symptom is like, I don't feel very good. I'm stressed out. I just need to chill. It's like, you need to figure out why you need to chill. Why do you need to like, go have a drink? What is making you feel compelled that like at the end of a week, you need to go have a drink. And it could be the fact that it's a habit at this point. You guys just go out on Friday, Saturday, whatever. You know, if I go out to a winery, of course, I'm going to have a glass of wine. It's environment also, right? So if all your friends drink and all your friends party and you don't want to party, you might find that you're a little bit lonely and some people just can't be lonely and that's okay. But it's like, you know, it's convenient to go out. It's not so convenient to not. And like, that's another thing. Like I had to change my entire friend group. It was very, very difficult very difficult. I'll be honest. But the thing is, is that because I did that and I was sticking to what I believe in and I stick into what I wanted to do, I now have friends that when we go to a cottage, most of us are bringing protein bars and like we make like nice big meals and it's like, you know, chicken and all these kind of things. It's not like pizza and like wings, you know? And also like on top of it, I'm also hanging out with people that like our idea of like going out on a Friday night is like honestly to go to the gym. When I go to the gym every Friday night, guys, it's the same people. When I go on Saturday, when I go on Monday night or Monday morning or whatever, it is the same people. That is how also you end up making friends like that do what you do. Like ladies, a lot of you guys are working at home and I totally respect that because you're kind of like, I don't want to step out of my comfort zone. Some of you guys obviously have kids and like, you can't just go like, you know, you're like, well, there's only so much I can do. I totally respect that. But like, if you have the opportunity to, and like, you're able to get a gym membership, I know it's scary, but like, that's where you go find people who do what you do, right? Like, how do you surround yourself with people who like drink all the time? Because that's who you are, right? And as soon as you try and change it, you get pissed because you're like, well, everyone else is drinking. No shit, because that's what you do, right? So like you go, blah, 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 blah. These people always drink. Uh Uh-huh. So do you. You always drink too, because that's how you ended up in that circle. Or you were the ringleader. I was the ringleader for a long time. I was like, let's go get drunk, right? Because I was like, I'm freaking miserable. But like, I figured out like what I actually need to do. I went to therapy, guys. Therapy sounds crazy, but it works, right? Like went to therapy, didn't feel like a psycho, like sitting on a couch crying. Like it was actually like something that helped me. I'm more into like the practical kind of stuff, not like sit there and vent my feelings out. I'm more of like, okay, let's like reprocess some shit, you know, like EDMR and all that kind of stuff. So love that. The other thing is, is that I changed my environment. So I changed my environment, but I also changed what was stressing me out. I hated my job. I absolutely don't get me wrong. I didn't hate my job and I didn't hate what I did, but there was a lot of politics and I don't do well with like office bullshit. I really don't like, don't get me wrong. Everyone gets caught up in gossip here and there, but I don't do well in those kind of environments. Like, it's just not what I like to do. Like, leave me alone. Let me do my job. And like, you know what I mean? I'll do the best at what I can and we're good to go. And so I made sure that I got to a point where like, I worked my ass off guys. Like I worked 15 to whatever hour days, like at the clinic that I was working at like 10, 11 hour days. And then I would come and I would start doing online training and I would make sure that I was working out. I was making sure that I was eating healthy because I wanted to get out of the space that I'm in. And so the other thing too, is, is like, if your job is super stressful to you and you really hate it, like you might have to stay there for say six months to a year. Like I respect that. But at the same time, like, is there something else that you you really want to do? Is there something you're really good at? Is there a way that like, you know, if your kids are just stressing you out, because honestly, I think moms need some credit because at the end of the day, guys, like being around like one, two, three kids who are under, say the age of six all day, I love them, but they're busy. Like they're so tiring. 
And the thing is, is that you don't really get a break. You don't really get someone to be like, okay, you can go home now, right? Like, it's like, I'm still home, right? So the other thing is, is like, are you able to drop them off at a daycare for an hour or two? Are you able to get a membership somewhere that has child minding so you can take two hours without someone trying to like grab onto you? You know what I mean? It's like, what can you do in order to give yourself a little bit of that relief? Because if you don't focus on that, you're going to go to things like alcohol to numb out. You're going to go to alcohol and other things like to like get away from what you're dealing with, but you need to deal with the problem. And the problem isn't always solved super easily. And it's not always solved super fast. But at the same time, if you know that there's a game plan or an exit strategy, you find that like you're not reaching for that stuff as much because you know what's happening. You know the timeline, right? When you're just sitting in this end of this kind of like COVID, right? We're like, we're sitting here and they're like, it's going to be two weeks. And you're like, oh yeah, you're just going to cure a disease in two weeks. And then they're like, oh, it's another two weeks. You're like, oh, no shit. Another two weeks, another two weeks. But like, if they just said, well, it might be a few years, everyone would have been pissed, right? But it's like, no one knew actually what the timeline was. And that's why everyone was sitting in that like abyss of just like drinking and doing whatever. And alcohol is literally at a skyrocketed rate right now. Like the amount of alcohol being consumed on a daily basis actually makes me scared. And it's one of those things that like, I saw my mom literally like drink herself to death guys. Like, I don't know what exactly was going on in her life or in her mind that like just had her like to the point where she could not function without it. And obviously like once it starts, it doesn't really like stop. But like, I saw what it did to an entire family. I saw what it did to me, to my sister, to my dad, to my whole family, to the people around her. I saw her literally just like, you know what I mean? Just like not care about anything, but getting that bottle. And I'll tell you guys a super heartbreaking story just because like, honestly, if it doesn't hit, I hope it does because I'm super passionate about people. Like, don't get me wrong, drinking alcohol and having fun, but I'm super passionate about people not using alcohol to numb out their feelings. And the reason being is because I saw it firsthand and it sucks. And so the thing is, is like, it literally got to the point where we were, so we were sitting, I think we were in Vancouver, we were visiting my grandparents and literally we were sitting there and I remember finding a bottle of vodka in her bag. And I was like, I knew you were drunk. I couldn't tell, but I knew you were drunk. Right. And as soon as I like grabbed it, she literally lunged at me. I think I was 10 years old. She lunged at me to get this bottle. Okay. And I literally remember holding it and I was like, it's your kids. It's me and my sister, or it's this bottle. And I saw my mom lunge at a bottle that day. Like that's, that's the level where I'm like, guys, it's scary because it's a slippery slope. And I'm not saying this, that like, you know, obviously everyone listening is going to be a crazy, you know, raging alcoholic. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like, when you drink or when you are doing things like this, it has implications to other people around you as well. Right. And even if like, you don't want to deal with your own shit, deal with your own shit so that your kids don't have to watch you. The way that you manage your stress, the way that you get angry, the way that you maybe freeze out, the way that you numb out at the end of the day, the way that you never want to do anything after work because you just want to have a drink and watch TV and chill because your day was super stressful. Your kids are not spending any time with you. You're just watching TV and you're doing whatever and just telling them to do whatever they want. Right. And then you're like, well, why do my kids not want to hang out with me? Well, it's like, well, do you ever want to hang out with them? What are you guys doing? Right. And obviously, like, I don't have kids, but as someone, one, who helps hundreds of moms, and two, someone who's also dealt with an alcoholic parent and like had a lot of people in my life who've suffered from addictions, I'm telling you that it does, they see what you're doing. And then it also normalizes the fact that, oh, after dinner, mommy and daddy have a drink. 
right? And not that I think alcohol should be demonized or something that like, you should still teach your kids about alcohol. Like otherwise they're just going to figure it out on their own. Let's be real here. But it's like, when they see it, like normalized, yes, it's maybe a good thing, but it's also like, just be careful of like kind of how you're approaching it. Because again, I'm just saying it's really easy for things like that to get overstepped. And I think there's a borderline where most people are drinking more than they probably should, or like just health wise, but also just mental health wise, like all this kind of stuff, right? Like if we're not even talking fat loss, guys, like I'm normally health first, but I'm not gonna lie, the captain slapped. So sorry, guys. But when it comes to like alcohol and things too, it's like, there's a fine point, but it's also socially acceptable to drink. And so I think it's really much up to us as individuals to be like, okay, like, this is my standard. Because realistically, like you could have a drink every single day, and you'll always find somebody that's like, Oh, yeah, that's normal. Right. But if you're like, yeah, I get like apps, like, you know, I like do crazy drugs every single day, they'd be like, Oh, you can't do that. So it's like alcohol is very normalized. So you need to watch because the people around you also are probably doing it. And because they're doing it, it's going to be normalized. It's going to be normal to go to the pub. It's going to be normal to do this like every, in order to the bar, like every day or like every few days or like four or five times a week. But all I'm saying is, is that that's not normal. That's your normal. So it's been normalized to you, but it doesn't have to be normal. And yeah, so that's, I'm just going to leave it at that guys. But at the end of the day, yes, alcohol is going to stall your fat loss. Yes, you're not going to feel very good. It is going to mess up your digestive system. It is going to mess with you building muscles. Um, and also after you turn like 35, 40, even after like 30, the rate that alcohol breaks down is much slower. And so you're going to notice that the side effects last longer. So for example, like instead of lasting one day, it lasts two, three, four, five, six days. And then that means that also your body like processing different nutrients and things like that through the next few days is also going to be affected, right? So you also have that, which means your workouts are going to be less effective. The food you eat is going to be less like likely to absorb at least, or like it's going to kind of mess with your gut, which might affect absorption. And it's also going to affect your sleep. It's also going to affect your stress levels, right? And then it's also putting an example to those people around you also. And they're also seeing what you're doing, right? So it's like a mix of both, especially when you've got kids. I just like think alcohol is kind of one of those things that, you know, you got to kind of be careful with because you want to make sure that you're obviously setting a good example, but also like, what are they seeing, right? If someone had a camera with you every single day, I think about this a lot. If someone had a camera around me, like every single day, how would I like, would I like the way that I was portrayed on film? Now at this point, I kind of do have a camera all the time. So like, I'm kind of the same person, no matter what, to be honest, I'm a little bit quieter in person, to be honest, but about that, that's pretty much it. But at the end of the day, guys, like, it's just something to think about. And just understand that having a few drinks, like if you want to like, you know, you save up kind of like a few calories during the day, and then you go out, and you have some drinks, there's nothing wrong with that. Or like, you know, after like, maybe you had like a super stressful week, and you're like, you know what, I just kind of like want to drink it's not the worst thing in the world, but like having like one or two drinks, but it's just like when you become dependent on it, right? When you're relying on it over and over and over again, or like when there's patterns that develop, like you have a stressful week, you have alcoholic drink, you feel better, you keep going through this stressful pattern. It's like, let's fix the stressful pattern, as opposed to turning to alcohol, because then your weight loss goals, your fitness goals, all these kind of things get affected. And it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, like, what's the point? Like, you want to be healthier, you cut out like Rice Krispie treats, you cut out all this other stuff, you cut out carbs, you won't eat potatoes, but then you'll go binge drink on a Saturday night. It's like, you got to pick what your priorities are here, in my personal opinion, right? And when you say it like that, it normally hits a little bit different. You're like, Oh, I can't eat potatoes, but I'll go drink a 26 er it's like, yeah, well, right. So anyways, ladies, I hope you guys have the best day ever. So just some things to think about. And also a little bit of a reminder, because basically what spawned this is I saw a alcohol statistic, I should find it. 
but I found the statistics that came out the other day about the rate of alcohol consumption in family households. And it had gone up like 40%, like something stupid. And I was like, no way. Like that's brutal since COVID. So people basically have just been stressed out, obviously financially, mentally, all these kind of things work-wise. And so like turning to alcohol, yes, like, you know, is something that could happen. But instead of numbing out, I do challenge you to actually figure out what is stressing you out and fix it because it will help you way more than numbing out. I promise. Okay. So I hope you guys have the best day ever. If you're in the We Don't Miss group, you guys have a live with Steph coming up at 12. And I hope you guys have the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.